0: the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to welcome you today to the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here over Red State, Red State Talk Radio, the largest talk platform in the nation, most listened to as well. And hey, those of you who are traveling through deserted (laughs) – maybe you're driving through, I don't know – deserted Times Square – be sure. I mean, it's very easy to do now. Uh, look up above Ripley's Believe It or Not, and the Red State Talk billboard is right there above iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not. And every hour, uh, the C.L. Bryant show does pop up there in Times Square, and old C.L.'s face is looking right back at you. So thank you all for coming along with us as we journey uh, on our way here today. Uh, we will folks folks we will make it through this too Uh, why because we're Americans we will not we shall not go away quietly into the night we will fight and we shall prevail we will prevail over uh, we shall we shall prevail over uh, this too hey uh, for people who beat back Fascism, And you say, well, that's just people against people. That's that's a, that's this is a, a virus that we we don't even see. We don't even know who has it. But friends, listen, um, when it comes to resolve um, of being victorious over an enemy, foreign, domestic or even invisible, if there is a people, if if there is a people that exist, that can actually take this down, if you're an American citizen, take pride in the fact that you are among America's and the world's best hope. Yeah, we have, uh, of course, friends and allies everywhere who have brilliant, brilliant people who um, work with and for them, scientists who are incredible, uh, who are not American born. But friends, the resolve, the word resolve is a word that I think that uh, many times we do not really hold to be precious anymore. There's no resolution. There's no resolute people uh, anymore. Any wind that comes along pretty much blows us around. But uh, what I want to say to you today, and I want, in opening this show today, I want uh, to uh, say this, and I want you to believe this, because it is true that if there is any hope that mankind will get past this episode in in our earthly journey then the greatest hope for that occurring the rest assured and the rest of the world knows it as well it's here in america <laughs> And even though um, we're seeing that, you know, of course, any governor and I'm not not mad at uh, Andrew uh, for this uh, at all, for doing what he's doing at all finding uh, reaching for whatever solid thing he can reach for to bring hope to his people in his state of New York. You know, he has uh, the um, good news um, that perhaps it's slowing. There are uh, other contradictory reports, uh, not contradictory reports, but uh, to the contrary statements being made that you should not judge the decline and the death rate over just what you're seeing in one day. It has to be a trend over a three-, four-day period. And so uh, even though uh, the governor has every right uh, and he he should take he should take every opportunity to be positive and encouraging to the people of his state and to the people of America. But uh, I think it's, uh, it's premature. We all know that the president is doing everything that he possibly can uh, to uh, keep us safe. And uh, in some ways, uh, Congress appears to be wanting to work on defeating this, but in too many ways, they seem to be wanting to turn this into pigskin. Yeah, a football. You got to be carried up and down uh, the political football field until somebody knocks it loose and uh, somebody fumbles and Nancy's about to fumble it, though. I'm telling you, Pelosi's about to fumble this ball because she is indeed uh, playing very loosely with it. Right now, this next stimulus package, and oh yeah, it will be another stimulus package that comes down the pike. And the words of Jefferson will uh, continue to ring true in the ears of most of us once the people discover that they can vote themselves benefits. Money. It will spell the end of the republic. Yeah. And what have we learned through all of this? Uh, We haven't learned a whole bunch about the virus, I can tell you that much. We, We really don't know. We do know that it's a killer. We know that. We do know that it affects everyone. We know that. But we don't know how many people have it. We don't know who... Gets uh, it. And, and uh, we know it's transmitted, of course, on surfaces and so forth. But the, the fight that we're ra- waging now um, is probably the most primitive that w- human beings can wage. Do you realize that? That's hide in your cave. Th- what we're doing right now. and No, I'm not saying it's not sensible. Of course, it's sensible. Yeah, of of course it's sensible, but but this behavior that we are engaging in, even though we have all the gadgets and tech, uh, high tech things in our caves now, you know, you have you have thing called a smart TV, uh, an ice maker, you have a computer. Uh, that's how this show is going out right now in your cave. You have that in your cave, you have all this stuff in your cave, you have your iPhone, whatever, you know, in your cave, your Android, whatever you may have, you have it in your cave, running waters in the cave. But this is probably the most primitive reaction that we are able to see from humankind. And that's what we're uh, experiencing right now. We're hiding in our caves. High shelter in place that's what you did when the dinosaurs were around, You're looking at the pterodactyls and uh you know whatever you know we're we're flying around uh, you know you hid in your cave, and that's what we're doing. Ah I don't care what you call it oh you can it's safe and and it's smart, but I just want you to be aware. If you haven't noticed, and I'm sure we have, this is probably one of the most primitive reactions that we as human beings, um, you know, go to. This is our go-to reaction. Hide in your cave. Oh, yes. And uh, the beat goes on. No question about it. Uh, We do prepare for um, a new wave. Um, In fact, I don't Newt's not a doctor or anything. He plays one uh, sometimes, I think, in in the community theater. But um, we must prepare, according to Newt. And of course, he's uh, in the know. He's on the road a lot in D.C., a lot in contact with the president. A lot in in as long as he doesn't say the president said, you know, (laughs) we know that uh, he is credible as far as being a news source is concerned. Newt Gingrich is warning Americans as well that uh, there could be a new wave of. this virus. So be ready for that. And all that's in the midst of Japan. Uh, Prime minister declaring a state of emergency there. And uh, the whole world is uh, their Aunt bed. our Aunt bed has been kicked. There's no question about it. it's been uh, trampled over. And we, in many cases, uh, are on the verge of hysteria while we hide in our cave, uh, exemplifying that primitive reaction that human beings have when we are afraid. We find something to hide in or under. That's what we're doing. We're hiding from this. We're trying to hide from it. And it's smart because it's one of those things that uh, can get you. Reminds me of a bad, is a B movie. Reminds me of what we're going through right now. Reminds me of the thing. You know, those types of movies that uh, used to, you know, Steve McQueen back when they were young, Michael Landon, you know, Teen Wolf, all this kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> this reminds me of a very, very bad B movie where the, it's lurking. It's it's stalking us. This virus. The virus is stalking us. And it's killing people. Uh, made out of... Killed anybody that you know, hasn't killed anybody that I know of um, yet. Um, and I, I trust God that that will never be the case. And I pray for those who are affict- afflicted and uh, aff- affected by it. Uh, the fact of the matter is, and this is the hard truth and the facts that we're facing uh, when it comes to this pandemic. We're facing the ugly truth that uh, those who wind up in ICU, and there are literally thousands across the nation that are in ICU from the east to the south to the west to the north, uh, we're in ICU, and just from those numbers of people who are in ICU, They are predicting at least 9,000 more deaths this week. So, you know, yeah, I was asked, how do you determine um, and project a death rate? Uh, you know as far as it's concerned, it appears that those who de uh who who find themselves who wind up in i c u the percentages the percentile of them coming out is is ninety percent against yeah so with that. Uh, If that, my friends, is not uh, reason enough for you to take every precaution to protect yourself and your family, then, you know, I I don't know what will persuade you. I have I have no I have no um, idea what may persuade you. I am an outdoorsman. I love, love, love being outside. I could be, uh, if not for uh, the grace of Almighty God and this, uh, the work that I do and engaging with my colleagues at FreedomWorks, freedomworks.org. Go there and become a part of a movement that is making a different hashtag Love America. Uh, it is really making an effect, impact on our country. FreedomWorks.org, freedomworks.org. Go there and check it out. But if not for the activities that I find myself in, and yes, we, we're hiding in our caves. It's a primitive reaction to something uh, that we you know are facing. But we believe, at least we think, that somehow we'll be safe from it, and I trust God that we will be. But uh, that's what we're doing. We're hiding in our caves, trying to remain safe from the pterodactyl of coronavirus. Smart thing to do at this point in time. Never thought I'd uh, say. You see, sheltering in place is usually a term that's used once there's an active shooter. Somewhere, you know, you get the issue, you get the order issued uh, from law enforcement to shelter in place. That means just hide where it basically means hide where you are. (laughs) Translate it. Hide where you are. Don't try and get to a better hiding place. Hide where you are and uh maybe they won 't see you, maybe it won 't get to you coronavirus that 's usually what shelter in place indicates a situation where you have something that is actively fatal and uh, friends, even though they will tell you the truth from from the reactions of everyone and uh, now. And it is being stated by the president, of course, by Governor Cuomo. Uh, It is being stated that um, we cannot get too confident too quickly. And that's for reasons I I told you earlier. It's because uh, those who know know that that would not be uh, in the trend That would not indicate one day would not, of course, cannot indicate a trend. And so, um, yeah, we can't be too confident too soon. Shelter in place, hide in place, because whether you have paid attention, read between the lines or not, you need to start reading between the lines. Oh, this is a great time to become a proficient between the line reader. This would be a great time to become a proficient body language reader. Hmm, I've been proficient at that for years. And friends, let me share a little knowledge with you about body language uh, and reading between lines. This is going to go on farther than they are telling you. Body language is hopeful... uh, wishing it would go away. Uh, That's what, whatever it is that's troubling. That's what body language is saying. Expressions, facial expressions. The eyes are not conveying what the mouth is saying. The same hope that's coming out of the mouth is not coming out of the eyes. Yeah. Uh, The you know, uh, countenance, the person's countenance has changed. And the way they hold themselves and, and is interesting to watch. You need to prepare. We will come through this, yes, but you need to prepare. Expecting us to resolve this quickly and God. Knows we're looking for his speed to do that. But you need to prepare for perhaps a worst case scenario. I'll tell you why. When we return with more of the C.L. Bryant show, I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. See? I'll with you on this great day in the USA in spite of everything that is going on. This is still the very best place in my estimation to be if you have to be somewhere while this is going on, wherever in the world you could possibly be, be grateful if you're in America and that you're in America. And of course, we send our uh, support and um, uh, our encouragement to all of our uh, friends around the globe who listen to this show, Uh, you know that I am absolutely pro-American, but right now I am pro uh, our human race, our humanity, and wherever you are, I certainly trust that um, you are, in fact, um, safe and sound, and um, pray that whatever transitions that um, that you may lose in this coronavirus effect um, will be um, with ease and comfort of the peace of God, the Holy Spirit. I certainly hope so. How do you indicate, how do you read between the lines? i give you a, a read between the line lesson. Last week, last week, um, the end of last week, the mask by the CDC, um, Center for Disease Control, was recommended and um, pretty much told. We were pretty much told that's what we should do when we go outside, when we go to a store or we go out, you know, go somewhere, wear a mask. Um, Today, not much reading between the lines to do here. Common sense should prevail. And I'll get back on that common sense thing here pretty soon. Uh, When I talk to you here in just a few minutes, I'll get back on the common sense thing. But when you're told, eat what you have in your refrigerators. Don't go to the grocery store to replenish. Stay at home. Um... Not much reading between the lines there. In fact, unless you want to push the envelope of hysteria, you don't want to even get between those lines. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm trying to keep it light because, uh, you know, this could be scary if, it, if, you, if, you, uh, if we didn't. When you're told, and, and, and friends, I mean, you have to, you have to uh, take this to heart. Yeah, there's a virus out there that is basically drowning you in your own lung fluid. Or fluid that accumulates in your lungs. And it stresses out your heart to a point where it does not beat. And if you're older. And that was the logic obviously. From the beginning that if you're older naturally. You'd have a uh, lesser chance of fighting this off. But. Come to find out that in, in, in theory yes it's True. Because many older people have come down and have experienced um, health-altering, physically-altering diseases in their life, and so their immune systems are compromised, whereas younger people are not as compromised as those who are older, but you cannot take comfort in that because there are lifestyles and uh, things that are affecting our young people, our American young people, who are terribly out of shape, by the way. Yeah, you know, we're a long way from uh, the 60s when we had a physical, physically fit um, society, at least. Um, yeah, old people were physically fit back in the 60s. My grandfather could work me right into the ground. On our on the farm, I still held on. To, I still hold on to that. He could work. He could work me right into uh, the ground. He was physically fit. I'm physically fit, and I think I'm about his age um, right now. As I remember him, uh, when I'm t- as I'm talking about him now, when I was just you know 16. <laughs> yeah you know, my grandfather's about my age yeah it was my age and uh he like me was a physically fit great he was a great specimen of a man and and, and friends uh right now if you are physically fit you have a better chance Get healthy. And if there's nothing else to learn from this, is there's nothing else to achieve in this, or, or another path that you can begin walking right now, get on that path, become physically fit. Pastors, uh, I was uh, really blessed to um, uh, be on um, the, the line uh, yesterday with Pastor Michael Kane there in East Texas uh, and with his church service, and then I, I went over to. Um, my pastor, Pastor James McManus, um, yesterday. Pastors, I certainly hope that you are teaching your people primitive survival skills. I understand your um, principles, your core values. I'm one of you. I'm, I'm clergy. I never will stop being clergy. I'll always be clergy. Who knows? I may pastor again. Who knows? I don't know. But you had better teach them to shelter in place now by example. Yeah. The arrogance of uh, thinking that the sun only shines on you and the clouds only hover over others is... Um, That would be folly. That is pastoral folly. Yeah, um, that is not being a good shepherd and i actually heard a pastor saying that uh, when we talk about uh, the the hireling runs when he sees the wolf coming they equate it running and closing the doors of the church to the hireling running from the wolf coming and leaving the sheep unprotected that is ludicrous theology <laughs> Uh, of course, uh, you are protecting your sheep from the wolves when you close the sheepfold to the wolf. You, you bring them into the sheepfold <clears throat> and then you make sure that the stone or the, the brush or, you know, the door is blocking the entrance so that the harm cannot get to the sheep. In this case, you block uh, the sheep from uh, coming out of their safe places, and you, in this technological age, as um, ministers of the gospel, what you have to do is find ways. That's why you should be apt to teach. Uh, It's not not just talking about scripture. It's not just it said apt to teach. Yeah, you study to show you shall prove unto workmen, unto God, as a minister, you know, who can rightly divide the truth of Scripture. Yeah, who need not be ashamed of that. But you, you have to be apt to teach. And there are many life lessons that pastors, you are called upon now to teach. You see, uh, there's more that to, to pastoring a church than just getting up and uh, opening a Bible On Sundays, and expounding uh, expository from the word of uh, word of God. No, you are the shepherds of their uh, earthly walk with God. Now, the reason why you want to keep them safe from this is because your people already have enough on their plates to be concerned about when it comes to the testing and the trying of their faith. They, they, they don't need you adding to that stress level By indicating to them that if they don't come out to the building. That somehow they are lesser than believers. They're lesser than Christians for not doing that. Uh, You are doing a disservice if, if that is your approach. To this. Because. That, my friends, in my estimation, in my opinion, and I've been a shepherd of flocks for over 40 years. <laughs> I've pastored three churches. I've uh, been on staff at large and small churches around the nations and internationally. And I have a pretty good idea of what being a good shepherd is all about and bringing and exposing the sheep to harm is not being a good shepherd. I'm not really sure what book, uh, what um, universe, uh, what um, shepherd school of understanding that would be a good idea. I know that it's a good idea in the minds of those who are dogmatically narcissistic, narcissistic. And I pray God that, um, you know, their eyes open and, and understand the, the, it could be tragedy of their folly. Because, as I said the other day, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to restress this again. The last thing, the last thing that you want, pastors, and I'm going to, I have to stress this. I can't, I can't stress this enough to uh, my clergy friends and to those who want to carry on because uh, it's a righteous thing to do and all of that type of thing. Don't be ridiculous, okay? Be a good shepherd and they, the 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 sheep are have been given to you to care for your congregations have been given to you to care for and it it does you no good at this point to go blazing uh you know glory hallelujah uh with ideology when there's something real there that uh, for your folly in tempting you know god in this and, and 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 i'm going to talk about that because these are the times when that type of lessons can be taught you open your people up to being killed by this and um they can give online and yes the church must have money to uh continue And it is the most important organism on the face of the planet at this point in time. The church, yes, is the most important organism on the face of the planet at this time. Because when all else fails, the blessings and the favor miracles of God are still available to us. When everything else fails, I know that manna can indeed fall from heaven. But you have to be here to see it happen. <laughs> uh, oh, you can be delivered. Oh, deliverance is definitely possible. There's no no, no, no doubt about it. Deliverance is on the way. It's going to happen. We're about to be delivered from this. We are. But it does us no good. To come through the other side of this, losing various family members because we failed to understand, we failed to do what was necessary to protect the weakest among us. We all become vulnerable when that does not occur. Yeah. Being a good shepherd, that's what you must do. And then uh, when I come back uh, from the break, I want to share something else with you as well that we we must take into consideration as people who need each other. No man's an island none of us stand alone. Each man's joy is joy to me. And at this point in time, each man's grief is my own. As the song says, friends, we need one another. Yeah, sounds like a socialist thing, but it's not. But when it comes to things that affect our planet and all of us as human beings who breathe the air and um, have the blood of life coursing through our veins, we need one another, and we need to defend the idea that each man in situations like this is a brother, each man is a friend, and that should stretch across the lines to government, and governments, yeah? Um, it was through the president's friends uh, that the Chinese uh, did, in fact, send, I think, a thousand, uh, was a thousand um, ventilators to New York City. Yeah, it was it was uh, the president's friends friends of the president sent donated a thousand of those. And the president doesn't have any problem telling you that. But the news media—they'll never tell you—and so that's why their sun is setting, and the sun of our uh, alternative media is rising, because people are looking for truthful outlets. And um, one of the things that I will do here uh, is tell you how it is. Yeah, I'll tell you how it is. Yeah. Right now it is incumbent upon us to pay attention, be vigilant, read between the lines, learn the art of body language because, you know, hey, that's um, it's being given away. There's so many things that are being given away in body language and and um the mouth saying what the eyes are not conveying, you know. Yeah you're seeing it all over the news right now. And I'm telling you, prepare uh, prepare for the worst. Expect let's all expect the very best to come our way, but we should prepare for the worst, and you'd be prepared. I, I was a Boy Scout. I was Cub Scout for a long time, Boy Scout for a short while. Interest changed, but I was a Boy Scout for a while. Of course, our motto was be prepared, and I still believe in that. Even to this day, I like to be prepared. Never caught flat-footed, always ready to stick and move. You learned that in the boxing arena, in the boxing ring. You learn to stick and move. Always be prepared for what you don't see coming. It's the snake that you don't see that will bite you. Unless you're an idiot. (laughs) I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. I'll be back with more after these words. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back worth saving so you came and changed my life you thought I was worth eating so you clean me up inside you thought I was to die for so you sacrifice
1: find- Red State talk radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying Alexa
0: Stand up for America, then Americans stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a in a helping hand, and for the flag I stand. D-Rock's latest release, I am. An American. Um, I'm CL, and that was my voice. Stand up, stand up. You Americans, you better do it. I was happy to loan it to um, D, and he wrote this latest hit. I am an American, yeah. D-Rock. D-Rock. Hey, um, it is the snake that um, you don't see. That will bite ya. You. Unless you're an idiot and stand there and looking at the snake and let it bite you. <laughs> yeah. And right now we're trying to make certain that we see clearly what may be lurking around um, that tree or under the rocks that we have to turn over now in order to find our way, um, find something that will help us out of this situation. There are various cures that are being batted about, and but a vaccine, um, if you're thinking that a vaccine is going to uh, come along here in the next few months, um, that's not true. There might be some antiviral, uh, something that um, may come about, but um the um all the g o p governors uh nine states um yet to issue full stay at home orders amid this epidemic there's still nine um, states all with g o p governors all with republican governors, and you do understand that it is a certain principle that uh, pastors, conservative pastors and um, conservative governors uh, in states um, like Arkansas and, and so forth, Wyoming, uh, they just believe that this could be an overreach of government. And if, if it was not so apparent in the death figures, and let me tell you what's different about uh, the the death figures of this type of uh, attack than the death figures of the, the normal uh, flu- influenza. We can see is, is this what I'm saying about the snake that you don't see that'll bite you it's a snake that doesn't have the rattlers that'll bite you the, the influenza, the flu has all the rattlers to let people know to stay the heck away from you and lets you know uh, to stay away from people right it ha it, it. It's a rattlesnake. That, but this is more like a cottonmouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is more like a, a a cottonmouth or a copperhead. You know, this snake coronavirus is capable of hiding in places that look familiar. And it blends in to familiar people and places. It's the snake that you don't see that will bite you. The one that does not shake the rattle when you come near, that will get you. And this virus is like that. Yeah, it is like that. And so, uh, friends, when, we, when we, we think about this, um, we have to understand that this coronavirus comes in on people to you who don't know they have it. The sore throat uh, shows up. The sneezing, all of that shows up with the flu. And you feel the scratchy throat and all of that type of thing long before you get the flu. And you began to sort of take stuff, Uh, break out the Robitussin, put some Tussin on it, and uh, break out the Robitussin, right? Uh, And um, because you began to feel as though you're not feeling well. But with this particular virus, when you feel that, those symptoms, when you feel those things, you may have already infected a hundred other people. That's the problem. With this virus, you may have already infected a hundred other people or two other people who you don't even know that you may have actually come in contact with, or you may not even know that they have come in contact with you. And the only way to gauge it, if it should happen to you, is to shelter in place so that you know who you have come in contact with. That is the method behind the madness. Huh? Hospitals are facing widespread shortages of um, testing for this virus. People in their 30s, their 40s and 50s are dying. And uh, the emotional tolls that this is taking on our nation is absolutely... (laughs) Listen, you have expected suicide rates to increase mental illnesses to aggravate because of the sudden change. Oh, this was not an evolutionary change in society. No, 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 no. This was not an evolutionary change whatsoever. This was wake up the next day. Keep your behind at home. Uh, This was a wake up the next day. And honey, I'm not feeling very well. What's that thing they're talking about? That you woke up that the next day and that was the change in your world. This was no evolutionary thing. This was not something that any of us could get ready for. And that's why we reacted the way we did uh, with the toilet paper and the paper towels and the food items in the, the grocery chains and so forth is because we did not know what to expect. We didn't know what to expect. And uh, friends, I am saying to you, I have said to you uh, here today, earlier on, if you don't get both hours of the show, download free VCL Bryant show app onto your Android or iPhone. There are other platforms, many platforms that you can listen to this show live on, uh, listen to the podcast on. But um, I, I want you to, understand that it is time now to at least try this and see if, in fact, we can trend differently here in these next few days. Now, when I return after the top of the hour, when I return after the top of the hour, I'm going to talk about something that is, um, you know, very controversial, very much... um, uh, on uh, will be coming to the forefront because uh, other topics that do include this aren't talked a lot about except on, in the halls of Congress. But there are some things that um, are possible to take place that will not be good as far as you being taken advantage of if they were to take place. Hear me, no, they would not be good if they were to take place, and the climate we're going to talk a little bit about climate and all that kind of thing um here in in just a little bit, climate change. Uh, that discussion is is on its way, and and no, even though I know some of you may think I'm a knuckle dragging Neanderthal, um, uh, when you talk about this, especially right now, I want you to note. I want you the reason I want to talk about this because I want you guys to notice something. I want all of you, to know, all of you uh, to notice something. You people, <laughs> oh my president got in trouble the other day for using that expression in the presence of a black reporter you, you people are always after me oh man they went after him for saying <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah the, the verbal and the um, word police are no, they're definitely out there they're on their job and black people you ought to be absolutely insulted that they think us so fragile. <laughs> you should be absolutely insulted. It's like calling you a snowflake. <laughs> oh, anyway, we'll be back because we got to talk about these things that um, are going to come into play and climate change is going to come into play here real soon. Abortion, all of that's going to come into play. Because we have a presidential election coming up. And the, the, the Dems, the Republicans, I mean, not the Dem, Republicans, but the um, the, the, the Democrats the, uh, uh, still have to choose their standard bearer. No one's carrying that flag right now. I mean, Joe who? Joe who? Bernie who? <laughs> I mean, gone. Yeah, the president has, and Corona has, um, and this coronavirus have um, pretty much pushed them off the scene. Good. (laughs) I'll be back. Oh, I'm, I'm driving my liberal friends absolutely batty. That's all right. So many, uh, we usually have guests, and uh, but so many of my guests. You know what? I think I'll try it uh, maybe one day this week. Uh, we've been having difficulties. I've been having difficulties with uh, the phone lines, my call-in lines. And so I hadn't had them up, but I may open up the call-in lines just so we can talk to each other while you're you're at home and not doing anything. Well, we can talk to each other. I think I'll open up the call-in lines perhaps um Thursday or Friday. I may open them up Thursday or Friday, maybe Friday. I'll open up the call-in lines, and uh, we can talk. And by then, we will know just how...